0: morning bro morning bro how you doing I am well and yourself oh you know I almost got up and moving so ready, ready to rumble I guess
1: you didn't sleep in today like you did yesterday or the day before or whatever that was
0: I, I did not sleep in yesterday and did I sleep in some other day does not feel like it it's hard That's,
1: that was the rumor
0: oh, yeah well what, what the one who gets up at 6.30 thinks of as sleeping in is a whole whole nother problem. Yeah. Speaking of problems, John, and I guess we should say, if you stumbled upon it, we're, we're the Obvious Brothers, and we're about to tell you what today's Ward Award is. So uh, I, I'm Obvious Steve, and he's... Obvious John. Ah, uh, there's John. So John, I'm stuck on the, on the word today from the New York Times. Didn't have any trouble with the one out of the UK, John.
1: No, no, the UK one is uh was pretty simple today, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. So uh I guess I guess you I get texted uh the uh New York Times has us at this point, huh?
1: Yep, looks like uh we're stuck with that one.
0: Yeah, it takes the takes the fun right out of it, John, which you know what the word is.
1: Yeah. But you know, you can boost your stats though.
0: Yeah, uh, right, because that's, that's what it's all about there, dude. <laughs> Boosting my stats. <laughs> okay. All right. So, where, where do we want to start, John? Are we going to start with uh, sports or something other than sports? Or uh, uh, it's a big uh, basketball weekend, and you uh, we, we could start there. And of course, coming off the supposedly the biggest uh, football weekend of the year.
1: Yeah, it's your call, man. You're driving you're driving this boat. I'm just along for the ride.
0: Is that right? Okay. So that's that's a little worrisome that you you, you think that's the way it is. So uh I I'll start John by by asking you. Well, I'm gonna to complain to you, John. Oh, shocker. You you did not yeah, this is about you, John. Uh, you did not warn me about body count in the in the boba fett. I didn't? No, I don't. No.
1: Yeah, it was good though, huh?
0: There was a lot of body count. There was. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I'm I, just going to say, I do not know where that show went and where it's going. So, uh, oh, intriguing. I think
1: I think I know exactly where it's going.
0: Is that right?
1: Yeah, they've got They've got some really good storylines that they can work off of.
0: Do they? And, and what what is the Mandalorian show going to do then?
1: Hey, well, I see. I think my thought is is that it kind of basically transitions back into the Mandalorian. Hmm. Okay.
0: All right. Well,
1: I with him basically being essentially the next Boba Fett. Um, Kind of, I mean, if that was supposed to be a Mandalorian, then got, you know, basically bounced for being, for this, for not going the way, I guess, or what, however you want to look at it. But.
0: Okay. I, I, I was and, unaware that uh, he would gotten bounced at some point. Was there a formal bouncing? Is this one in one of the backstories I missed, or is this something we're supposed to know? Because we've been reading uh, comic books uh, on Star Wars for the last 40 years.
1: Something like that.
0: Something like that. Okay. Well, okay. So the Boba Fett finale was full of uh, uh, madness, mayhem, and killing. Uh, so uh, not much of it uh, a surprise as to how it came out. But uh, yeah, a, a couple surprise guest appearances. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's all. Well, that, that's the only spoilers we'll give nine days out, right?
1: Yeah. Well, the episode before that—that that was the one that Cad Bane was in, right?
0: Or was that in the final? I, who is Cad Bane? Cad Bane was the. How do you know all these names? Like it, it's like Tex coming in off the the street. Huh.
1: I mean, I guess if you're going to watch the series, it, you might want to do a couple of Google searches. No, Cad Bane Cad is the uh, the gunslinger that that wow. shot Cobb Vance. Uh, Cobb Vance. Okay. Or so Timothy it's... Oliphant.
0: Okay. So so he shot the sheriff in the next to last episode.
1: Yes, which well, was what put the nerds into a. I mean, they were going bonkers for that
0: really Cad
1: yeah, bane is apparently a very popular character in the clone wars
0: oh so, so the, the blue the blue face gunslinger uh, uh is well known eh
1: amongst the true diehards yes oh well and they were quite ecstatic
0: wow okay Well, I I think we probably ought to move move on from that before, uh, you know, I reveal I know nothing and care nothing about any of that. But uh, so uh, I don't know when we'll see another season of that. And uh, I don't know when we're going to see another season of The Mandalorian. And so I guess uh, we'll go on without Star Wars uh, side uh, shows for a while yet.
1: True. But I do have breaking news for Some Uh people that may be interested. Um, Are you a Peaky... You probably don't watch Peaky Blinders. Are you a Peaky Blinders fan? No. Well, season six, which is the final season, uh, is getting released into the UK on Monday, I believe. Mm. So, pretty excited. But that plays on the BBC, so it's a weekly show in the BBC, which it's, it's only six episodes. And then, then it'll get released onto Netflix for us.
0: So you, are you flying over Monday morning so you can see it Monday, Monday night and uh, staying six weeks?
1: I was trying to see if there was a way that I could figure out how to get um, the BBC, the actual BBC UK network, but I don't. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm sure there's a way, but...
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, seem, seems like it's worth the work. Oh, okay
1: it's a great that is a great series
0: okay so so speaking of great series uh harry uh (laughs) continues to muddle his way through uh here on earth uh I, i was a little disappointed with wednesday night's episode of resident alien how about you
1: yeah me too i thought it was i mean it asta's an idiot i'm not sure what the hell she was thinking but and, yeah. a couple, you know, a couple different ways, a jacking with the radio transmitter and then B, what was she doing going back to jackass at the end of the episode?
0: Uh, yeah, well, that is <laughs> you're pretty funny. You know, you, you know, the characters name, odd characters names in, in Boba Fett, but uh, the guy's name in, in Resident Alien, which is probably something like Joe, you, you can't handle,
1: huh? <laughs> well, he's only been in like two episodes.
0: Well, so as the guy with the blue face,
1: yeah, but that's Cad Bane, man.
0: Uh Oh, so anyway, uh, yeah, um, not not quite as funny as a week ago's episode, which which was absolutely hilarious with the the woman from Mrs. Maisel on. Yes. Not not looking like she does in Mrs. Maisel, sands the the hat and trousers and trying well she had a crush on harry which is
1: comical in itself
0: yeah uh yeah so so there's a lot of, yeah a, a lot a lot of things with that and then harry decides he wants to seduce her which <laughs> the lizard the lizard man trying to act like he's uh you know he knows be, yeah trying to be suave exactly and yes yeah, so that that is hilarious as well as the mayor and his wife still with their weirdness, which is pretty funny too. Uh, The funniest character in the whole show might be the the young woman, uh, the little girl who looks him in the eye and says, I'm going to do this. And they have to cut the outside because, and then she pantomimes all the things that she's going to do. And it's like, wow, pretty big. And he, he leaves, he says, you're, yeah, you're too much for me. So
1: he's like, what? I forget what he called her. Like, yeah, know.
0: yeah, yeah. She's was, yeah, yeah, She is funny, and, and and he does not have any idea what to do with her. So
1: no, he doesn't.
0: You know, no resident alien on sci-fi, or as it's known in my household, Sifi, uh in, on Wednesday nights at nine uh, is uh, is quite the treat. During it's in season two. You should see season one if you haven't already so that's our fun i I went to the movies last weekend john holy cats what'd you see i saw death on the nile
1: ooh who died
0: who died yeah Uh, in in terms of the actress uh is gal gadot uh, died amongst others but she was the lead so uh the first death which you know, in, in, in Agatha Christie, almost always there's more than one. So, yeah. Mm, so it's
1: an Agatha Christie. Um,
0: you do not recognize the title as, as an Agatha Christie?
1: No, I don't. Sorry. I, I don't read it. Never have and never will read an, an Agatha Christie book. Shocker, cool. right?
0: A long, long pause and mourning. I, 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 you know, you just set up the low hanging fruit all over the place there. and I, Right. I, I'm I, be, I, I do be, know I,
1: that Murder on the Orient Express is a Agatha Christie book, though. I do know that.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, if, if you have not, if you have not seen the ads that seemed relentless there for a while for this movie. Uh, this is the second time Kenneth Branagh has decided he wants to play. Hair Cool Poirot. And I'm not sure about his Poirot, but as one reviewer put it, this movie is so silly, it, it decided that his mustache needed a back in an origin story. So, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I know one of the things you've always wanted to know, uh, John, was why Hair Cool Poirot has that big mustache. So,
1: me too. Yeah. 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 Always. You you you,
0: you see this movie, you will you will find out the this writer's version of why. So, so I just I
1: didn't know that it was Hercule. I thought it was Hercule. But
0: okay, we we will we will push on from from, Wow. You just (laughs) the tree the tree is over overburdened this morning, Uh, right? But we're yeah, we're gonna push on. the the cinematography is great uh i leaned over to your sister and asked do you think they shot it actually there uh and so it looks like it's uh yeah
1: Egypt it looks like it's already. on the nile
0: it does uh, it look well. It's sometimes sometimes you kind of think it might have to be cgi but uh, anyway it's 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 quite awesome makes you want to go there uh, and of course uh, on, on a side of trivia and and uh, probably worth mentioning just because it's kind of funny the lead male character uh the whatever you want to call him ingenu is army hammer who i guess this was shot before you know, army uh, lost all his jobs and became non-grata.
1: since he became a cannibal
0: uh is that i thought it was a child molester but anyway um, no
1: no it's it's like cannibalism oh. hmm. seriously you, you google I, it i
0: i did well you know I, I don't google as much as you do obviously at least not about the same things you do so uh, he he's in it gal Gadot is in it and kenneth brownell's in it um they changed the book except for the four main characters. Everybody else is changed. Of course, they don't really change what happens, but, uh, you, you know, in terms of the murder mystery part of it. Okay. So, but uh, I, you know, I just I you have to go see it, especially if you're an Agatha Christie fan, but it's a bit troubling. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's my review are
1: you excited to see i already know this answer but uh are you excited to see the bat the new batman reboot
0: (laughs) that's that's funny yeah Yeah. i did actually get to use the batman reboot in class the other day as i was talking about retelling stories the audience knows what what's happening and going to happen and everything but they still come back to see how it gets worked out, and I use Batman as the contemporary movie example. They keep making one, and we know what's going to happen pretty much, but they keep thinking we're coming back, right? hmm Yeah. The Batman. This time, it's the Batman this time.
1: Yeah. Have you watched um, Tick, Tick, Boom yet?
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, it's good, good. Let's move on to, to something else. Did you really like Tick, Tick, Boom?
1: No, I'm going to watch it tonight, I think.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Tick, Tick, boom. I probably
1: will like it because I do kind of like musical type stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I, I never heard you tell us about Encanto. Did you ever watch it?
1: No. Oh, well, I, you're... I'm, I'm, I'm a bachelor this weekend, so I'll probably get to, to watch some movies that um, my wife has no interest in watching. So, <laughs> Tick, Tick, Boom... Encanto. I watched a uh, funny slash cheesy slash action film last night on Netflix. It's called uh, Milkshake. Mm. Um, shoot. Well,
0: whatever. That's interesting. Uh, you, instead of overloading on sports while the missus is gone, you're overloading on cheese.
1: Yeah, Milksha- uh, Gunpowder milkshake is the name of the movie.
0: Gunpowder
1: milkshake. It's on Netflix. It's a it's a fun little action movie about uh, female assassins and the men that control them and the revolt against them. I'll, I'll okay,
0: in who's in? Who's in it?
1: Um, our friend Lena Headey. You know who lena is right
0: from uh game of thrones yes
1: um karen Gillian is, jillian is Gillian is the main character and there are and then there's a young girl in it named uh her name is chloe coleman which you will recognize from did you watch my spy you probably no. didn't No. that she's in my spy and she's played I'm, another I, Very... I, I
0: i'm thinking i might have watched that movie but I, I remember a lot of a lot of advertising for it. So either I saw so many ads, I think I've seen it, or I actually watched yeah. it. Yeah,
1: where she basically outsmarts the FBI agent and makes him think that – or basically kind of controls him with blackmail, and it's pretty funny. What? She's like uh, sick and outsmarts him. And then in this movie, she's very clever and mature for her age as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Is my spot. Um, okay, but we're, we're, we're eating up lots of time and we haven't even gotten to to Matthew Stafford. And uh, so so you did watch the video of Matthew Stafford and the young woman.
1: Yes, I it's have
0: is not a okay. good look.
1: I don't know. So I don't know fully the backstory on it. Was it his or his wife's cell phone that she had that she was taking a picture for them? Of them, and she backed up, fell off the stage, and then Matthew Stafford mouths. I can see he doesn't say, "Are you okay?" He says, "Oh fuck no," and turns around and walks away.
0: That's what he says.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Fuck no."
0: Wow, that's even worse than I thought it was.
1: Yeah, I, I did, think he was. I
0: did not know what he said, but I, I that he that he says something. Is that his wife? He says it. Is that who that? The blonde woman. Yes, that's his wife. That's his wife. Okay. Of so, course, his
1: wife went to take to see if she was okay, and yeah, he basically wife, his
0: wife heads toward her while he walks away. Like, yeah. And and the woman. It was more him. like
1: shit. This is a lawsuit. I. That's how I. That's how I kind of take it. Like shit. I'm I'm about ready to get sued for a shit ton of money.
0: Yeah, but dude, he didn't even look to see what we you know if she bounced or anything.
1: No, he pretty much yeeted right out of there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think more than pretty much. So, uh, you know, I did, did, did I forward you this that they said they were paying her, her hospital yeah. bill? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, uh, he can, they can pay the hospital bills all they want, but that tape's not going away.
1: No, no, No. he, uh, he definitely kind of, screwed up there
0: yeah but. well yeah yeah he, he will be labeled as an asshole the rest of his life and you know i don't think there's anything he can do to overcome that
1: no i would agree
0: there you go yeah good look so uh maybe we need to tell people that this was they were at the celebration for the rams winning the super bowl and on stage and he's talking to this woman and yes she's i guess she's a professional photographer Yep. She has something in her hand—a phone or something—and as as John said, steps too close to the edge and falls backwards off, and he turns and walks away, without even looking. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's the
1: classic uh, Grand Canyon incident. You know, like fifteen people a year die in the Grand Canyon from backing up to the edge yep. and falling off.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, yeah. But uh, and and she was badly hurt. So.
1: She didn't think she was badly hurt at first, but then she, I guess after she got, like, examined, she jacked up her back pretty good.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of uh, jacking up pretty good, the uh, guy whose name is Kay, um, uh, who gave...
1: Uh,
0: Skaggs. Tyler Skaggs. I, yeah, I couldn't remember his first name. Skaggs uh, is... Uh, is uh, Drugs to OD on uh, got convicted yesterday and is going to get at least 20 years for, uh, I guess, the uh, they they convinced the jury that he was responsible for killing him. So he clearly
1: was. I mean, I I think it's a good conviction. He if you're going to get somebody drugs that are painkillers, make sure you know what they are. Um, They were supposed to be Percocets. They were instead fentanyl, which is literally like the deadliest drug out there and uh, if you're taking fentanyl thinking that they're percocets uh, there's about a hundred and eighty percent chance you're gonna OD and die from it so whether it's right or wrong that the guy that Tyler Skaggs was going to him to get his narcotics is near neither here nor there in my opinion I think if you're the guy supplying them and uh,
0: He's not the supplier; he's the go-between.
1: He's still the guy that handed them to me.
0: Yeah, well, he's not the guy who put them in his mouth. I, I, I find, I find it tough that uh, the guy who is paid to get Kyler Skaggs whatever he wants, uh, is getting more than twenty. Uh, yeah, for that, so
1: doesn't have he didn't have to he wasn't he wasn't forced to to buy him drugs well, Tyler, had...
0: does, Tyler doesn't have to be an addict either John
1: true and addicts die every day thousands and thousands of them
0: yeah and I bet I bet the person who gave him the drugs doesn't get a minimum of 20 years very often either
1: not if they don't get caught
0: <laughs> yeah well yeah it's uh yeah, it's an ugly story. Uh, yeah, it's, it's
1: ugly so, all the way around. It, it, there's there are absolutely no winners in this situation. Well,
0: yeah, all, all there, was, there was a lot of ugly testimony in the trial. So about how easy it is to get drugs in a major league locker room. So, uh, I yeah, it's little- it's just not pretty.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if you don't even have to say major league. I would say if you just said a professional sports locker room, it's probably pretty easy.
0: Well, probably. But I think I think having people testify to it under oath was, uh, uh, I think, eye-opening for some people.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's probably – I don't think it should be really all that shocking to anybody that this is going on, but, um, definitely hearing the testimonies, this is a little, little bit tough yeah. from what I, re- from what I read of them. Yeah. Well,
0: that Matt Harvey had a cocaine, uh, problem is not a surprise mm-hmm. based on what, what the ups and downs of his various seasons and career.
1: And this comes on the heels of major league baseball saying that they're no longer testing for steroids. Oh,
0: I didn't know that.
1: Um, I thought I saw that.
0: I've been, I've been avoiding MLB uh, stories here since December, pretty much. So I am, I'm waiting for them to settle and and move on. But uh, since, since you you brought major Uh league baseball and what, what they're doing up, uh, you know, they were supposed to report this week pitchers and catchers and obviously didn't. And, um, well, you know, you could probably dig up a story. Either way is telling you how close they are or not close to getting a deal done. So, but, uh, yeah, it ain't pretty. Major League Baseball is not doing themselves much good at this point. know, um, with, with all the, the, the kind of PR they're getting.
1: The testing stopped since the uh, agreement ended. So while they're in the lockout, so it's not moving forward technically that they are stopping testing. But it sounds like that is actually one of the things that the players are requesting, which is I find interesting since we have pretty much banned many um, PED users from making the Hall of Fame. So
0: The the players want uh, PED testing?
1: Looks like they don't.
0: Uh, okay that's a good look too but uh there are so many good looks in uh in this that uh we we uh you know it's almost uh, hard to talk about
1: yeah they had a uh, we talked about that what yesterday's meeting was a whopping 15 minutes long
0: well you know that doesn't sound good especially given things should have started up this week but uh, you know, I've been there. Sometimes 15 minutes is fine. You know, as I said, they came in Saturday and I, I, I've lost it. I think it was the owners gave a proposal. You come back the yesterday and the players give their counter proposal. You know, typically, it's not, it's, I don't think it's atypical for, for a side to say, Let's, we have to take this and study this before we say anything to you and that you know there's no reason to sit around because uh, and and that has to do with you know who who needs to look at it and say what about it whether they're right there or they have to take it back to the office or blah 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 so yeah. I, I don't, I it don't see it i don't i don't see that as a, a big deal if they keep meeting regularly and passing the stuff back and forth that's a good sign yeah uh, but uh you know we, we'll see how that goes uh and uh you know, I, I, I've listened to enough commentary on this to, I think this is kind of what everybody thinks they have to be having an agreement by the end of February to not uh, impact on the regular season. So, you know, meeting every fourth day to pass things back and forth, it's not it'll be fast enough to get that done, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know, and and then of course there's a question. You know, they they're they're going to have a problem if they don't have a real season this year. So, in terms of fans, yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, oh well, you know, you know, shoot, the, you did, and not that we really twenty eight minutes in want to talk about this, but Manfred said last week that. Uh, owning a franchise was not a good investment which did not seem to be the kind of PR he should be putting out and i saw several people tweet on top of it about this team and that team and how much more they were worth than when they bought them so i yeah i, I don't know what he's doing so yeah i mean they're there there's there's your there's your thumbnail sketch i don't know what he's doing or what they're doing exactly so i don't understand why they locked him out so uh, i i think that's it if there's not if they don't play games april one i i hope everybody remembers that it's not a strike it's a the uh, owners have locked them out to keep them from working i'm not sure the players would be playing but you know, you uh, at this point, it's pretty literally the owner's fault that there's nothing.
1: So, it's and they just have been. I mean, what is this—the second lockout in how many years? When was the last one? Real well, before this last agreement, right? So, ten years ago.
0: No, they—they—they it, it, they, they didn't. Uh, it was—it was short-lived last time. So, but they didn't miss any games. It's been thirty years since they missed games. So. Yeah.
1: And yeah. it, like it didn't seem like it was that long ago. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, they, they, well, that's what led to remember that they, they missed a part of the season. And the next year, the steroid guys started hitting home runs to bring the fans oh. back. Yeah. Uh, so we, we we've talked about Matt Stafford, who was not the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. Um, so uh, we should talk about that game a little bit. I, I don't know that we need to talk about a whole lot, but.
1: It was a great game. Um,
0: oh. Oh. It was you don't think com- it was a good game? It was a competitive game.
1: Like, I don't understand what, you're, what you wanted.
0: Uh, more offense, more up and down the field. I mean, they both looked inept on the offensive side of the ball.
1: You had two of the best defenses in the league.
0: No, you don't. Cincinnati did not have a good defense. Uh, and, neither, and the Rams... You look at the I... last
1: six weeks of Cincinnati's defense, including the regular season. Yes, Cincinnati had a much improved defense over the first part, first half of the season.
0: Okay. I I, I didn't hear anybody for two weeks claiming the Cincinnati defense was going to shut the Rams down. So, uh, there, there you go. Uh, I... I I I did not hear it that way, and watching it, yeah, I did. Considering the two coaches are supposed to be offensive geniuses, uh, uh, I did not. I I mean, I I mean, they talked about as the game game went on. uh, McVay seemed to be willing to just hand it off on. You know, he looked like Bill Parcells. We're going to hand it off on first down and get a yard because we're trying to shorten the game, and eventually either punt or maybe make a play to get us on, on a first down. And there were more punts than there were plays to get them first downs. I think so.
1: There were some punts. Yes.
0: And, and two and two Stafford interceptions.
1: Two. Yeah. Two. And But man, that throw to cup that no look pass. I don't know if you've seen any video of it from different angles. It's one of the filthiest throws I've seen in a long time he totally jute that safety that safety he had him coming hard to try and jump a route and then just looking to his right just basically throws his arm is like going right at that player and he just bumped i think it was jefferson and then he just zings it left and eyes never looked at cooper and threw a perfect dime leading cooper on the run and it was one of the better throws i've ever seen Okay. Or lucky. One of the two, however you want to look at it.
0: Well, I, you know, he, he made a couple good throws. Uh, they won the game, uh, you know, uh, good, good on them. But I, you know, I thought it was kind of, it was a rather dull game is what I'm saying. I mean, it was competitive and low scoring. And I mean, let's admit the Bengals aren't even in the game. If they call the guy for pace masking the defense defensive back on the one play where he, walks in for a touchdown. So, but uh, yeah, I, I, it it was the good part of it was, you know, the Rams score with a minute and a half or minute 45 left to take the lead.
1: And the Bengals
0: had a chance to come down and do something and didn't. So there's all kinds of excitement late in the game, which is what you want. So, right. Right. But, you know, as you know, I was watching the offensive stats pretty carefully and there was not a lot of offensive stats put on the board in that game.
1: No, if you had, I mean, you had the right guy. I mean, T. Higgins had a good game, but I, I can't imagine too many people would pick T. Higgins as the player to have in fantasy over Bro, Mixon, Chase. So,
0: yeah. Uh, right. Uh, so, So, yeah, it was not, there were not a lot of points scored in fantasy. Uh, it's, and, and, and to put it in another context, but like I said, good game, tight game, interesting. The Rams got the W that they needed having put all in for the season questions about whether the Bengals will be back, uh, you know, in the locker room, they acted like, yeah, well, we'll be back. And uh, I heard somebody say, ask Dan Marino how that works out. But uh, yeah, I, I don't, you, you you can't you can't guess about such things, right? So they could be back every year for the next five years, or they could never be back. That's why they play the games. So yeah. yeah, I
1: saw a stat that said uh, it was such a weird, random stat that um, the QB that loses his Super Bowl debut there um, was like sixteen. The last 16 quarterbacks that lost their Super Bowl debut never made it back. Really? Yeah. But there were some real – I mean, Rex Grossman is on that list.
0: Right. I mean, but Yeah. but
1: Jake, Jake DeLome is on that list. I mean, there's some – and then you got, you know, three guys that are, you know, that are within the last three years, so four years. Jared Goff is on that list. Which is probably going to be accurate because he'll never make it with the lions. But
0: Jimmy G's got to be on that list.
1: Jimmy G is on that list.
0: Obviously, Dan Marino's on that list.
1: Well, no, the, the last it, this just said the last 16. So, oh. uh, Dan Marino was way
0: before that. Right. Okay. I missed this last 16 part. All right. Well, that, that's uh, that's our Super Bowl recap, and we're out of football season. And this is, there are lots of games in college basketball. And this is really the week when the committee puts out their 16. And I've seen people putting out their perspective 16. Uh, So John, tomorrow at like 1230, the committee's going to give us their their 16 teams. Do you uh, you have any ideas about who the 16 are going to be and what the controversies to look for are going to be?
1: I, I don't. I don't know why there would be any controversy this early in the year, but um, I mean, I picked my, I got my 16. I don't know if it's going to match, but
0: yeah. All right. Let's hear your 16.
1: So on the one line, you'll like my one line. I got the Zags, Auburn, Purdue, and Arizona. On the two line, I got Kentucky or Kansas, Duke, Texas tech, and Kentucky. On the three line, I got Providence, NOVA, UCLA, and Texas. And on the four line, I got Baylor, USC, Tennessee, and Wisconsin.
0: I missed somebody on the four line. Baylor, Tennessee, Wisconsin, and USC. USC. Wow. I do not have USC even listed any place. What do you got? Why do you have USC? Okay. Okay. I have the official NCAA net site up. So I can look and see here. Where is USC? USC Southern California. Wow, they actually call them Southern California. They are twenty-sixth in the net. Hmm, John. But okay. Uh, fair enough. So you you wanna explain any of those or yeah? No, I don't think so. I think Purdue probably
1: wins wins the Big Ten regular season and the Big Ten championship this year. And in classic Purdue fashion, they'll be the one seed and lose in the second round.
0: Yeah. So, did I miss – where's Illinois?
1: I don't have them in the 16 right now.
0: Oh. Okay, that's interesting. Because I think Illinois – If it's not Purdue, well, I okay. I'll just say I think Illinois is the best team in the Big Ten. Even though Purdue's beat them twice, in terms of what they can do and who they have, I I think they are.
1: They're the most most well-rounded team in the Big Ten. I'll put it. I'll agree
0: with that. Right. They play both good defense and good offense, and uh, yeah. And so let's see. They are fifteenth in Ken Palm. And they are 24th in both adjusted offense and adjusted defense. So, there you go. And, and I, you know, I had the net up. They, their net rating is 14, which suggests that they will be in the top four tomorrow.
1: Probably. Probably do not. I guess I was that. thinking – I didn't think ahead. I was figuring – I'm counting on them losing Saturday – to uh Sparty. So
0: really? Okay. Do we have that game on our list? We don't have that game on our list.
1: We do have that game on our list. That's the very first one you put you sent me.
0: Okay. I can't read my own handwriting or uh, I have brain brain lock or something. I had to hire
1: somebody that can read hieroglyphics to to decipher what you wrote me.
0: Okay. Uh I hope the bird that's coming your way doesn't hurt you when it hits you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, Zags, Auburn, Purdue, and Arizona? Huh. Yes, I, I think I think the uh, the Purdue spot that you have, I think Zags, Auburn, Arizona is pretty set. The question is, who's the fourth team? I know I saw Jerry Palm's headline last night or yesterday. That he put Kansas in that fourth University. slot with Purdue yep. in the fifth. Uh, I, my my man Dave has Kansas in the fourth slot, so and Kentucky in the fifth. So, uh, there there is a there is going to be some movement on the one line as there often is. So yeah, all right. I I think uh, Gonzaga and Auburn are set. I well. Arizona's already played the two uh, California teams, that are any good. I don't know that they really have till the tournament, Pectoral tournament, much to get in their way. So they might be set too. Uh, Purdue's got to play Rutgers on Sunday.
1: Rutgers has been kind of uh, on a little bit of a heater, as our friend Sean Crancy likes to say.
0: Yeah, well, four they beat four ranked teams in a row. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's pretty solid.
0: That is uh, no nobody had ever done that before.
1: Really? That's pretty cool.
0: Well, no, no unranked team had ever done that before. Oh, okay. I guess was the yeah, it, it was historic in some way. Yeah, I have Gonzaga, Arizona, Kentucky, and Baylor on the first line. So you got um,
1: Baylor all the way up to the one line?
0: I got Baylor all the way up to the one line. You know their number. Well, they were number four. They're now number six in net. So
1: Yeah, I don't I don't even I don't look at that number. I know that's that's your big no factor, but
0: it's not it's not mine, it's what the committee uses. Supposedly this is this is the committee, the sheet, the top sheet the committee uses, the official sheet is the net. The the NCAA created this. You know, this this uh, uh, algorithm, and uh, so whenever people start talking about this is what they're going to be seated, you got to look at that, to you know, so you're not way off. Like, I can't remember who I was. Oh, I was looking for Rutgers, you know, and Rutgers was 81st after, before winning the other night. They're up to 74th in the net. And everybody's like, "Oh, they got to be in, having won those four games." Well, seventy fourth in the net puts you between Towson and Santa Clara. That doesn't. <laughs> that does not sound like you're in the field, does it, John?
1: It does not.
0: No. So, uh, which right. is kind of almost
1: criminal. How do you keep a team out of the tournament that that does that? Well, I mean, it, they've got some. I know they've got some stinkers in there too. I guess is.
0: They they lost they lost at home to a quad four team for one thing, and they've got two quad three losses. So yes, they've won some big ones, and they you know they're playing a lot better now. But yes, they've got some terrible losses. They lost to Lafayette at home. So you've got some losses that really are big debits. And yeah. So- DePaul,
1: DePaul, Lafayette, UMass. Those are some bad losses.
0: Yeah. Right. They have some bad losses, and they have a very – I think they have a difficult uh, season going forward.
1: Uh, Well, they got your Boilermakers coming up.
0: Right. They got to play in Lafayette. I think they play Michigan.
1: At Michigan.
0: Oh, you you must have it it up quicker than I could get it up. Uh, They're home
1: against against Wisconsin at Indiana, home against Penn State. We already beat them once this year.
0: Uh, they could lose all those games. They could. Yeah, they could. They could. The way they've been playing, they might. They could win all those games, but that's Purdue. not what I would bet. Uh, but uh, yeah, so they've got work to do in front of them. Uh, they obviously are going to have some more quad one chances, right? So.
1: Yeah, they got Yeah, they can make it five in a row with Purdue. That would be.
0: Well, that'd be adding to the historic record right, uh, and, and I
1: think that would really I don't know if that would jump them up the net that much. we'll just we'll see
0: yeah, well, and you know this gets into you know you we're doing bracketology, right uh, uh, they used to count but the the last ten games used to matter, and then like twenty years ago, they stopped uh doing that, so uh. You know, if it was last 10, you would say, oh, wow, you know, they're, they're hot and they, they, they'll get in. But they don't use that anymore. So wow. I, I I clicked on my Kim Palm. Uh, Kim Palm uh, predictor has them losing three out of the next five. Purdue. All the away games. Uh, I'll keep it simple. Losing all the away games.
1: And yeah. Kim yeah. Palm sure is big on the Hoosiers, isn't
0: he? Uh, I think they have they are forty fifth. Uh they they have uh, uh and, and they only have a winning by one in over Wisconsin at home. Fifty one percent chance. So uh yeah, they're gonna to have to they're going to have to play over their head. But all right, where were we at? That we got into Rutgers. Isn't that amazing that we ended up talking Rutgers basketball? So yeah, Speaking, John. John, yeah. your, your Hoosiers are trending the wrong way.
1: Yeah, four losses in a row. None of them, all pretty disappointing. Especially North Well, Northwestern was disappointing, and for a number of reasons. Well, uh, the Wisconsin game was extri- God, that was right. what a horrible finish to that game. They just looked like complete so ass.
0: So, John, I didn't. Did I send you the the guys' write up from the Indy Star about the game?
1: I think he did, but I refused to read it.
0: Yeah. Well, it, yeah. He was abusing the, the Hoosiers, and he he was talking about Johnson, who shoots from his shoulder, right? Has he said he's talking about how terrible his shot looks, and he says, and and when he misses, he says the people in the front row are in danger of losing a tooth yeah. due to the brick. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, his, his shots are not. Uh, how would I say? Rebound friendly? <laughs> no, you no. He, they,
0: he does some planking. Yes. So, but anyway, he shouldn't be shooting anyway.
1: He's a thirty. He shoots thirty six percent from behind the arc, which is I thought was a surprisingly high percentage.
0: He, I don't um, repeat he should not be shooting anyway you, you got you got an all-American and a couple guys who can actually score uh inside more why is your point guard taking three pointers when at the end of a game
1: but well, what about the one he pulled up from the elbow that looked like it was gonna break the backboard i mean he just yeah he's, he's a, he he is frustrating i miss Phineas
0: yeah the the uh the four. Uh, well, you probably miss Al Durham. Uh, you uh, the last like four or five possessions, they did not. It uh, did not look pretty, and they were up. What were they up for?
1: Yeah, I don't. Late it the was. Game. They were up. Uh, I mean, they had the game. They had the game very much in hand, and then four possessions, both offensively and defensively, were just yeah. shite complete shite
0: yeah yeah okay but yeah they've lost four in a row they're trending the wrong way uh i don't i i know they're in the field but everybody they're getting on the edge of the bubble so yeah Yeah. you've seen this before right oh
1: yeah this is looking very uh familiar and i don't i mean what are their wins coming through are they going to I mean, they, they haven't done well on the road. Are they going to win at Ohio State? Mm, no. Right now, I'd say no. Home against Maryland, should. At Minnesota, should. Uh, home against Rutgers, I, I mean, I, I will say should, but. Mm, yeah,
0: the way Rutgers is playing, uh, you I don't think you bet that way.
1: Didn't we already lose to them once this year? No.
0: Haven't played them yet, the huh? No.
1: I thought we had lost to them.
0: No, no. the uh, uh, And Rutgers plays the same kind of ugly game IU plays. So, uh,
1: yeah.
0: you know, it, a game where first to 60 or 65 will probably win, right? So,
1: Yeah. And then they're at Purdue, which we, I mean, there's highly unlikely they win that one.
0: Well, yeah, I would, I would hope not, considering it's Senior Day and they have a fistful of seniors on the team. That will be pretty psyched up, I would think. But
1: yeah, here's the uh, ticket prices for the their last five games, by the way, because that's kind of a fun thing to look at on ESPN. At <laughs> Ohio State, tickets as low as seven dollars. <laughs> so, if you yeah. live close to uh, Ohio State, yeah, yeah, you can pretty much yeah get a cheap uh, home against Maryland, forty nine dollars. Okay. At Minnesota, twenty nine dollars. Okay. Home against Rutgers, twenty eight dollars. At Purdue, take a stab.
0: One hundred and ten. Three hundred and thirty eight dollars. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, there was, Yeah, it's they. have been sold out all year. So. Uh, kind of. That's 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 fun. Uh, wow.
1: 100%. I heard a rumor that that's a bit of a rivalry between those two teams. I'm not
0: sure. Yeah, well, in well, and, and the the uh, the win uh, in Bloomington, yes. uh, well, I just add juice to that uh, comes uh, March the 5th. Uh, the other thing about ticket prices, and I remember we did this with uh, Penn State because IU and Purdue went in there like a week apart. And the IU tickets were cheap and the Purdue ones weren't. Uh, it matters whether it's in the, the middle of the week or not to, yeah Monday yeah. night the Monday night at Ohio State's a different thing than if it was a, sat on Saturday so uh, fair. that's a fair yeah. point right because uh, yeah not people don't really all right well there there you go IU. you uh, so back to the the big big uh, 16 reveal and they're revealing next week again I guess which I don't understand what's going to change not much I wouldn't think. Um, yeah, maybe if
1: I, Illinois loses, well, if Illinois is in the top um, sixteen loses the whiskey this or, or Sparty this weekend, who's their next game after Sparty? They'll have two games in before that.
0: Uh, Ohio State at home on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could have lost two games or have two better wins.
1: True. Then that'll still it. I will, I promise I'll put them in my 16 next week if they win those two games.
0: Okay. Well, interesting. Iowa State plays IU uh, at home uh, on Monday and then has to play again Thursday night. So that's, uh, that's not easy either. Okay. No. So let's talk about. Uh, uh, I don't know what all we want to talk about. You want to say anything about the Sports Illustrated article? Did you look at it?
1: For, on what
0: Sports Illustrated I guess for years now has picked uh, in mid to late February the eight teams that are going to win the national championship
1: oh and, and yeah. they
0: have and one of the one of the eight has to be outside the top 15 because and and they I guess for years one of the eight has ended up winning the national championship so um, through some you know, i I'm sure they looked at like Ken palm metrics and all that and uh they they they, they had some interesting things to say um, i I did not think there were many surprises in 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 their, in their eight It's kind of the same eight we've been looking at yeah so uh, Arizona. I'm perusing yeah well you want to read them off I know it is Gonzaga Arizona.
1: Yeah, there's nothing shocking starting off here. Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Kentucky, Baylor, Duke, Texas Tech, Ohio State, which is probably yeah. the one. one
0: outside the 15, yeah.
1: is that Was that eight?
0: Yeah.
1: And then their notable omissions. Yeah, Purdue is the first. Yeah, number yeah Purdue, Kansas, Providence, Villanova. UCLA, Houston, and Illinois.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. I, I guess Ohio State is the interesting one of out of their eight, really. Uh, that's, yeah, that, that was. I, I. They. They are. They are twenty-first in the net, or no, they're seventeenth in the net. So they're not very far out of. Uh, yeah, they. They didn't get far from the edge. So, and. Uh, they are. 17th in Kim Palm overall. So let me let me just look. Seventeenth. They are eighth in offense and eighty-fourth in defense. So I don't yeah. Ooh. Yeah, All right, John. We we got games to pick. We both went three and two last week. Uh you you off to a good start. You're a couple games over 500 three weeks into our picking. So you ready to roll? let's roll okay illinois at uh, msu msu giving a point at noon on espn tomorrow you giving that I'll, point
1: yep i'll take sparty minus one
0: okay i'm going to take illinois just all right we went to two and two head to head last week and amazingly the one we picked together we got right, we got right.
1: Yeah. yeah that never happens
0: uh, weird, weird uh, line. The next game, Texas Tech at Texas, uh, Texas by two.
1: Yeah, I'll take Tech and the two points.
0: Uh, so will I. I guess I'm not a Texas believer, even though we both have them in the top
1: sixteen. But yeah, but I picked them twice and they and they effed me so.
0: Yeah, you're 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 over two on Texas games. Is that what you tell me?
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Alabama at you, uh, Kentucky. Kentucky is a ten point favorite. Everybody loves Alabama. Talk about Alabama because they have some gaudy numbers. They're 14th in offense, 66th in defense. They are 19th overall on the Ken Palm, which is far better than you know puts them up there more than you would think they would deserve. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of bubbly. They are a little
1: bubbly, but um, they
0: are 22nd in the net. So compare that to Rutgers. Uh, you know, who is at what 70 something? 40.
1: Yeah, yeah, 70s. I am taking uh, Alabama and the 10 points.
0: I do not know if Ty Ty Washington is playing so so will I. The, uh, one of their one of Kentucky's prime players just got a bad ankle, and I think he played three minutes the other night. So uh, they they won without him, but you know how it is—you lose a guy like that in a rotation, especially against a better team. Yeah, interesting game at four o'clock on ESPN tomorrow. Tennessee is at Arkansas, coming off no they beat t- kentucky lost the other night to tennessee didn't they yeah yeah so tennessee was uh, ranked uh, arkansas is ranked arkansas is getting a point at home which is interesting
1: yeah i i think that's an interesting game too i'm not my initial instinct was to take Ar- arkansas plus 1 but since i have tennessee in my 16 and i don't have arkansas I'm gonna switch and I'm gonna go Tennessee. Minus one.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna do that too. Oh no. Yeah, That's sorry. Three. Yeah, we'll be we'll be zero and three. Uh, finally, a game that I I is even worse than it was when I picked it uh, <laughs> uh, as one of the. There aren't weren't a lot of really head-on head games. Uh, to to pick, uh, surprisingly. Uh, Oregon, who was on the bubble and got knocked off last night. Uh, Yeah, got knocked off last night, is playing uh, at uh, Arizona and is a 16-point underdog. Arizona is a top team, uh, is a 1C, looks like. Oregon is a borderline tournament team, needs a win. Sixteen seems a lot of points. If Oregon's really good enough to make the tournament, 16's too many, I think. But I like the points.
1: Are you Arizona saying? was – yeah, Arizona was – they played last night. They yeah. pounded – well – They beat Oregon State pretty handily. They were a a 23-and-a-half point favorite. Beat them by 14. Yeah. So, they can only beat, and that was at home as well.
0: Yeah. Did you know that's the way the Pac-12 works, right? What's that? uh, Going back to when I was a kid, and I mean a kid, uh, the Pac-12, you two teams, they have Compared teams, they travel and they swap places to play Thursday and Saturday. So USC and UCLA goes to Oregon. One one plays Oregon State, the other plays Oregon, and then they swap. And it, that that's the way it, the, they've done it for years in the Pac-12. So when you say they played Thursday night against Oregon State, you know they're playing Oregon on Saturday, and you know they're going to be on the same court. Huh.
1: So I never
0: knew that. So, like you know, not too many weeks ago, USC and UCLA went to Arizona, and yep. UCLA lost both games, and uh, you know USC won the game down at State, but hmm. uh, so that is the thing in the Pac-12. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Uh,
1: yeah, that is kind of fun. I I never knew that.
0: Yeah. Really Anyways,
1: nice. yeah. Uh, I'm taking the points.
0: You're taking your Oregon. Wasn't that what I was going to do?
1: Yeah, we went. We we agreed on four games.
0: Okay, so so it's the Illinois Michigan State game decides who's who's the better picker this week, huh? Correct. Right. All right. So John, you you have not you know we're an hour in, and I know you want to talk about uh, my Sunday and Monday.
1: Last Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Okay. What'd you he's, do? He's forgotten.
0: So how did I, how did I do in the Super Bowl, John?
1: Oh yeah, you did well.
0: Yeah, I I ended up fifth in the in the fantasy league. Uh, the money came at eleven uh, 10 ten forty five Monday morning, and it was spent at eleven thirty five Monday morning. So uh, plus a little bit extra. So
1: <laughs> plus some change.
0: So play? Yeah, I did not. Yeah, but yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I and if you're wondering what it is I, I'm doing, uh, we will talk more about this. I bought full session tickets to the Big Ten men's tournament in three weeks in Indianapolis, so uh, already have a verbo uh, set aside that's like five blocks from the gym, the arena, and so looking forward to that.
1: And you got uh, and you had my daughter vet the VRBO, right?
0: Yeah, she said she said it's a nice part of town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Probably probably won't get mugged between the the rental and the and the and the gym. Probably. Uh, it is Indianapolis. There's no crime there, right?
1: It's actually pretty low crime.
0: Okay. Uh, but anyway, so so yeah, going to the Big Ten tournament. So paying attention, uh, I've uh, li- actually. Struggling to find things to listen to this week, uh, I listened to the Big Ten Network on Sirius long enough to hear them break down the tournament bracket already, and and, and they think the guy the guy said I don't even know who it was, just a couple of voices. Right, the one guy says, "Well, uh, I am sure that the top four right now, top four seeds, will be the top four seeds uh, come when the season's over, uh, you know, two weeks from uh, Sunday." And the other guy says, so you're guaranteeing people who are buying uh, non-refundable tickets that their teams will be in uh, on Friday.
1: And he went, well,
0: maybe not quite that much. but uh, uh, and, he, and he thought the next four were pretty set, too. Uh, he, he thought the big big movement was whether it was, uh, well, I don't know, it's Northwestern and somebody between a 10-11 slot, he thought. But he thought the next four were set. But you know, John. You don't know, but uh, only once in the history of the Big Ten tournament has a team won the tournament who played on Thursday. So you really wow. you really need the double by to start on Friday and be one of the top four. Uh, it, it's a big ask to win four games in a row. And of course, nobody's ever won five in a row and done it. And I know yeah, that's it's crazy big, because big East they've done it, it done in the
1: ACC. Company. Yeah, the Big East and the ACC have both done it, haven't they?
0: don't know who did it in the acc i think syracuse I and yukon both have done it in the in the big east i remember uh yeah
1: i think so. didn't providence do it once too mm. that year they won it did they come out of the no they were a top seed that year but but anyway
0: so uh yeah it, it behooves you as they say to to have the double buy and not play till friday be one of the four teams and So, uh, at this point, Purdue is number one in the league. So probably won't be playing till Friday, which means I get to sell my Thursday tickets, uh, two sessions of tickets and get some of my money back. So. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, this is the way you play the game sometimes, you know, right. Right. I'm not going (laughs) to be there on Thursday. So, you know, some of us have to work for a living. And so, but I, and uh it's just a question of how early so that's yeah you know, that's uh Super Bowl money come gone and something to look forward to uh, yeah that'll be fun it's,
1: it's, I've been to the Big Ten the, the one Big Ten tournament I went to was up in uh Chicago and I would pre- have preferred it been in Indy I guess Indy is they do a much better job of well there's just things that are a lot closer to the to the uh Stadium. Right. Then, then
0: right. The, the downtown is set up as they showed last year mm-hmm. for the NCAA, uh, for, for fans to walk around and see multiple arenas and yeah. Uh we we went uh several years ago and Purdue was the one seed and it was in DC and they got beat on Friday, the first game. So talk about Bummer, John. The first game we go see, they get beat by Michigan. That was the year that Michigan had the airplane went off the runway and they didn't even oh. have their uniforms for the game and everything, they ended up winning the whole thing. But anyway, so here I have tickets for multiple days and I'm bounced. So <laughs> not, just, not just the first game, you know, Purdue plays, that was the first game we were there for. <laughs> so right there. out of
1: the gates, bummer, yeah, Bill.
0: Right out of the gate, yeah, know. Yeah. So uh good venue and everything. I, I never quite I, I sort of understand why the Big Ten goes to DC, but uh I, I it's it's convenient for us, but uh gotta
1: get that East Coast money in there.
0: Yeah, I get that east, yeah. And the next year they you know they went to Madison Square Garden. So get the New York money. So anyway, yeah, it's a good time. you get to see a lot of basketball and uh, a lot of good basketball at that point, right? So
1: Yeah, yeah
0: yeah probably maybe four teams in the top four seeds uh, based on what we're talking so agreed right. all right, well, you got anything else, John?
1: I think that's uh I think that wraps it up for the week
0: yeah we we, we didn't even talk about our real world struggles, have we, John?
1: no, the real world worldle would that yeah. be it?
0: Yeah, because uh, John and I tried to stay on the UK site, uh, but uh, that has not worked out, has it, John?
1: No, no, we have no. a cheat code for the UK site. So,
0: <laughs> is that what we're calling it?
1: Yeah, a cheat code.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, we have a cheat code. So we're 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 working on the on the wardle and uh, so so John, uh, what the popcorn say to the baby corn? what you have your mother's ears oh boy oh boy yeah there you go all right yeah, are you leaving us with that one johnny are you, are you yes
1: you? i'm tap i'm i'm done
0: okay all right tapping out
1: all right bro have a great weekend
0: have a good bachelor weekend there bro
1: oh yeah lots of puppy time
0: okay oh. I, I i i the audience doesn't want to know what that means so okay we'll go. me and my dog right. hanging out man Okay. Chilling
1: like me and my bro.
0: Okay. You and your bro. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Love you, you, bro. Love you, bro. Bye. Bye.